your Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Blues Podcast, part of the Locked On Live Network and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm Josh Hyman. And I'm Thomas Welch. And we got a bit of a wild episode for you all today. Uh, Hopefully you guys have all been following the New York, New York Rangers, Tom Wilson saga. But if you haven't, we're going to be going over all of it now, catching you all up. I got a lot to say. I'm excited to talk about that. And then afterwards, we're going to be getting into the preview of tonight's matchup between the St. Louis Blues and Anaheim Ducks and closing things out, continuing Tommy's discussion yesterday of the best captain in Blues history. But before we get started, just want to let everyone know that this episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app and join Tommy and I possibly tonight during the game to get in on the action. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. All right, Tommy. So breaking news came out this morning. New York Rangers. I gotta get the article right so I get the I get the everything, everything covered. But New York Rangers cleaned house. New York Rangers announced today that team president John Davidson and general manager Jeff Gordon are leaving the organization. And associate general manager Chris Drury has been promoted to president and general manager. All of this coming what two days after the New York Rangers released a statement calling for the firing of head of player safety George Peros. All because of his lack was, of action. Yeah. Because of his lack of action after Tom Wilson ended Artemi Panarin's season with an absolute cheap shot. No soap operas, though. Just hockey. Just hockey. Just just just, just hockey, play. baby. Just let the boys play. Just let the boys play. Uh, uh, I mean, where do you where do you even freaking start, man? Uh, I gave I gave my take on the solo episode yesterday, but I you have to start with the actions of Tom Wilson. And I talked about it a little bit, and like physicality in hockey is never going to be gone and never should be gone because it's part of what makes the game so great. Part of what is so endearing to the fans is because the boys can just hash out their emotions. They get pissed off. They can just drop the gloves, duke it out right there, and then go get a beer after the game. But a player like Tom Wilson, especially, I didn't talk about this on the solo episode, but a player as skilled at the skill side of hockey and scoring goals and making plays and all of those things that go along with the game of hockey, there's no reason for Tom Wilson to be going out there and just headhunting people, trying to injure people, especially a player like Artemi Panarin, who is a heart finalist, was a heart finalist last year, and is such a big part of the NHL's reach to gain new fans is like these flashy young players with a great personality. Uh, everybody knows about his celly after he scores in the big ass leg kick. Like that stuff is marketable. That is what gets companies to make more money. And so you would think they would be like, okay, he's our cash cow. He's our prize poster boy or one of them at least. We should protect him at all costs. And instead they say uh, $5,000 slap on the wrist. Go about your day. That's, that's like 15 cents. To to us 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 peasants, not to, the NHL. To his five mil, yeah, exactly. The most frustrating thing for me is is, is watching Tom Wilson go out there and sucker punch. Who was it? Was it, was it Buchnevich that he sucker punched in the back of the yeah. head? Yeah, Buchnevich. Sucker, sucker punch Buchnevich in the back of the head. Absolute chicken shit move. Brad Marshall did the same thing years ago and was torn to shreds for it. And then goes down and hauls down Artemi Panarin, yanks him down, sucker punches him. Just, just literal assault. And I, do we know what the injury was? Like, did they disclose what the, was he concussed or whatever? I'm not sure. I takes seen Artemi about takes it. Artemi Panarin out for the season, and then it gets embraced. The Washington Capitals meme about it on their social media. They they make a joke about it. They embrace it, and then 
And then the and then the picture of Tom Wilson in the penalty box looking like an absolute looking like a, a kid who just like stole some someone's candy and is grinning proud about it because no one cares. It's it's so frustrating. Like he knows what he's doing. It's clear that he's like grinning like he just got away with something in the penalty box. And it's all over social media, like, oh Tom Wilson's a badass. No, Tom Wilson is an NHL player who's going out with the intent to injure other NHL players, and that's not acceptable. And like you said, it's more it's more frustrating because he's skilled, and when he throws devastating hits that are clean, as much as I hate to say it, he alters the game. That physical play style is extremely beneficial for the Capitals. So on one hand, I can see why they embrace it, but there's a line that was very clearly crossed in that Rangers game. And for them to not only not condemn it in the league, not to suspend him, but for him to get support and and a praise for it, it, it just blows my mind. Yeah, and the people around the league and on Twitter and all those things uh, basically saying that any team in the NHL would love to have Tom Wilson on their team. Uh, the point that they're making is probably correct, but the point that they're really trying to push I think is asinine because they're trying to basically say, uh, like, Tom Wilson does all of these things, but... Like you're still gonna love him on your on his team because he's gonna fight for your guys and fight tooth and nail and play physical style of hockey. But no, the reason that people in the NHL want Tom Wilson on their team is because he puts points on the board and he's a very good hockey player when he plays within the rules. This shit and stuff like it and putting your franchise in a negative limelight consistently on social media and consistently across every media platform, really is not what teams want. Specifically, like the St. Louis Blues would not go for that at all. Because I feel like it like even just like minimizing the voice that their players have and like all of these things, the last thing that the St. Louis Blues want is their name in the tabloids. And I feel like a lot of NHL teams are similar to that and that's probably a big reason why we don't see the superstars in the NHL like we see in the NFL. But at the end of the day, like I said, the reason people want Tom Wilson on their team is because he's a good hockey player, not because he's going out punching guys in the back of the head uh, and sending a message to other teams. That's that's not it at all. Following that, the NHL fines him $5,000. Absolute asinine decision. What the hell? Spin the wheel of uh, punishments, I guess. Um, New York Rangers respond by putting out a statement that has been in, in, in NHL fans' heads for the past, I don't know, five years that Tom Wilson is a menace to society and needs to be stopped and George Paris is unfit to do his job and as much as it was absurd to read that from a verified NHL team on Twitter they're right the game's passed them by yeah yeah and then and then following that the GM and president both leave we got one side who who's who thinks that the GM and president put out the statement and then James Dolan the owner said "Uh uh-uh don't want to have that. You guys are gone. Or the other side is James Dolan pushed for the statement and the general manager and president said, nah, I don't want to be near that. We're gone. But like, that doesn't make sense at all. A, because James Dolan is notoriously not the best owner and cares about money. And this is likely a move that's going to cost the Rangers a lot of money um, if the NHL does sanction them. So that would make sense for, from a financial standpoint for James Dolan, but also because I, I don't think the, the GM and coach have really any stake in that. If anyone does, or, or no, the other way around, I don't think the owner has a whole lot of stake in that. If anything, it's the GM and the president that say, what the hell, our best player that we have spent millions of dollars on that leads our team just got taken out of the season by an absolute cheap shot, and all Tom Wilson is doing is paying five grand. So I talked about it on the on the solo too, but like when you think of like people that would be a great like 
head of department of safety of player safety you would think like george peros would be like one of the guys because he knows firsthand like what kind of hits are acceptable and what kind of hits aren't and like all those things but like obviously that's not the case because the consistency is not not there and we saw that literally today with the goss despair hit as he gets suspended two games for a cross check after a goal after an empty net goal uh, and Tom Wilson gets $5,000 for punches in the back of a head, leading to a superstar in the NHL's uh, season ending. So I love to see it. It's just mind boggling to me how they go about the entire process of giving out these suspensions or fines, but uh, it definitely needs to be changed, in my opinion. But tell you what, the, the New York Rangers and Washington Capitals play tonight. Uh, Must so that's going to be, that's gonna be an absolute fun game though i don't even think of the words that's gonna be that's gonna be something to watch for sure i would i would pay good money to be a fly on the wall in that capitals locker room before the game but t- tell you what if you guys want to join our locker room the next time we do one make sure you download the app now on ios and android because this episode is brought to you by locker room locker room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans the app is free to download and once you're in you can talk with me other fans athletes and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport Tommy and I will be hosting the Lock Lockdown Blues locker room hopefully once a week once we both finish up school. So yes, you can finally join in on the conversation you listen to every single day. Locker room is the perfect place to start or join the conversation about the league. You will have a chance to chat with me and might even have a chance to be featured on the Lockdown Blues podcast through our locker room conversations. Be sure to join Tommy and I sometime this week. We'll be hosting a locker room. Don't miss out. Go download the free locker room app. Now currently available on all iOS devices and I believe Android, but I may be wrong. I know there's beta beta versions out now i'm not sure if it's fully available to download yet but link your twitter and join in the nhl group for all the latest league updates follow me at josh hyman nhl follow tommy at t welcher 15 that way you'll be notified whenever our room goes live i know you don't want to miss it tommy like i said tommy and i are planning on going live sometime this week potentially during or after tonight's game so definitely download the app don't miss out anymore i can't wait to hear everyone's thoughts on the blues see you there locker room changing the way we talk sports Ooh, new built bar, new built bar options. Look at that, Tommy. Oh hell yeah, let's go. I got a, I got a question for you. What's your favorite built bar flavor? I really like the like the cookies and cream. Honestly, mm. Mm. Well, tell you what. Did you know that built bar has nine delicious flavors plus the occasional limited time flavor like that cookies and cream you were talking about? They're not available right now, but they will be soon. So when you talk to a built bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their faves. If you don't know the built bar flavors. You're missing out. Right now, they got all the classics. Coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel. So there's something for everyone. But like I said, there are limited Thai flavors that they drop all the time, like Tommy's favorite, cookies and cream. So definitely continue to check them out. Uh, If you you don't know my favorite flavor, I talk about it. It's peanut butter, anything with peanut butter, and that peanut butter brownie bar is delicious. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box, and you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Most flavors have about 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 grams of net carbs. Order today and get that raspberry or mint brownie or whatever your favorite flavor is. And hey, tell you what, Mother's Day is coming up. You don't know where to get your mom for Mother's Day? Well, most moms I know love Built Bar. Send her, bo- send her a box, and you're sure to be her favorite, at least for a while, until you get her the next box of Built Bars. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, Tommy, as much as I would love to spend the rest of this episode trashing Tom Wilson and speculating about who put the statement out, we got a hockey game tonight, and it's a big one. 
the St. Louis Blues have a chance to clinch if they beat the Anaheim Ducks and the Arizona Coyotes win in regulation. Did I see that right? Or is that in? Was the Coyotes have to lose? In yeah, no, the the Coyotes have to win. Actually, games in hand, games in hand. Yep. So yeah, St. Louis Blues need to win, and the Arizona Coyotes need to beat the Los Angeles Kings in regulation. And oh my goodness, we could finally be done with this seesaw of will they, won't they make the playoffs? But a lot of things need to happen, and the first thing that needs to happen is the St. Louis Blues beating the Anaheim Ducks, and they got they're going to be a little shorthanded. Uh, Tommy, I know you mentioned the list of injuries before the podcast. I don't have them in front of you, but... It's Sammy, Sammy Blay is out. Vladimir Tarasenko's out. Tori Krug is out. Vince Dunn, Vince Dunn. is all out uh, for tonight's game. And Zach game. Sanford is on the second line. So and Zach Sanford's on the second line. But um, David Backus is also in. So David Backus oh, could potentially help bring a Stanley Cup to St. Louis as well as Ooh. clinch the playoffs for the St. Louis Blues uh, <laughs> just on the other side. <laughs> Yeah, if he if he continues to play like he has over these past few years, uh, no, I don't want to be too mean to David Backus. Um, but yeah, it's nice to see him reunited and back, and potentially his last time coming back to Enterprise and St. Louis. Uh, so I'm glad that the Anaheim Ducks decided to put him in the lineup because it's going to be nice for the fans in attendance uh, to give their goodbyes, as well as the fans at home. So absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Um, big game tonight. Uh, Jordan Bennington, I believe, is getting the start against Ryan Miller. If I'm if I'm not wrong, there. Um, Anaheim Ducks are obviously one of the worst teams in the NHL. Uh, Blues have had their way with them at least in the last game. So, but Blues have a tendency to play down to their competition. So I'm not really looking at this as a piece of cake. Uh, what do you think needs to happen, Tommy, for the Blues to come away with a win tonight with their shorthanded roster? Just play Blues hockey. I think basically the resume that they've compiled throughout the course of this season against the Anaheim Ducks uh, says everything that we need to say about the St. Louis Blues when when it comes to playing the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, if they play like we know that they're capable of, like the blood-hungry team that we know that they are, uh, they should close out a, a playoff-clinching win tonight. But I think something important to talk about, Zach Sanford on the second line. I tweeted about this a couple games ago, but I feel like Zach Sanford has been playing better hockey as of lately. Here's my thought process there, okay? Zach Sanford, everyone knows Zach Sanford is notable for giving up turnovers at the worst possible time, right? Or throwing pizzas into the middle of the ice, directly leading to goals, what have you. That being said, when he's playing hockey at the top of his game, he's a scoring threat. Uh, he's not bad in the board battles. He's okay he's on the body. forward check. He's a big body. He's that net front presence. Realistically, all emotions aside with what you have against Zach Sanford, and rightfully so, I'll give it to you there, you're not going to put him on the third line because that is poetry in motion with Hoffman, Cairo, and Thomas. And he's, by every account imaginable, a not, second, not a second line player in the NHL by any stretch of the imagination on any team. So if he's playing on the fourth line, I don't have a problem with that unless Craig Berube decides to put him on the ice with a minute left in the game. That's when it becomes a problem. I believe, I forget which game it was. I think it was the first one against, or no, it was a while ago. It was against Minnesota. They let up a last minute goal with 50 seconds left. And it was because Craig Berube decided to switch out Sammy Blay on the line and put in Zach Sanford with a minute left in the game. He goes out there, doesn't block the shot. It goes on net, and it goes in the goal. I think we lose in overtime. That is Zach Sanford's fault to a degree, but it's also Craig Berube's fault 
But I think at the end of the day, I don't have a problem with Zach Sanford being a fourth-line player for the St. Louis Blues because he brings a scoring capability. Now, albeit, it doesn't happen often, but there are times when he gets hot and turns it on. And I would love that on the fourth line because our scoring on the fourth line just hasn't been there this season because Sundquist has been in and out of the lineup. Barbashev has been banged up a little bit. It's not the same as it was in 2019. So that is my thought process on Zach Sanford. I get everyone being pissed off at him, using him as a scapegoat. But at the end of the day, if he's playing on the fourth line, I'm not going to be mad. If he's anywhere else, I probably will be, besides the press box. Tell you what, Tommy, I got, I got a bit of a, a side question for you, a little, a little, going on a little bit of a tangent. Have you, have, you, have you invested in Dogecoin yet? I haven't. My brother got some like when it was at its lowest, and now it's like peaking or whatever. I might need to hop on the train because it's going up fast. Well, tell you what, if you or anyone listening is interested in getting into the stock market, getting into invested, make sure you check out Wealthfront. Stonks, memes, rocket ship, day trading can be a lot of fun. But if you want to grow your long-term wealth and make it to the moon truly, you should open up a Wealthfront investment account today. Decades of data show that investors that trade individual stocks underperform the market every year. In fact, only 1% of day traders beat the market. The odds are not in your favor if you're doing it alone. So team up with Wealthfront instead. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every single day. They can automatically handle all the investing based on preferences that you control. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to wealthfront.com slash NHL. All you need is $500 to get started. Grow your wealth the easy way and let Wealthfront do the action for you. To get your first $5,000 managed for free, go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash LockedOnNHL. To start growing your savings, go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL and get started today. Now, Tommy, I don't know about you, but if I'm watching this Rangers Capitals game tonight, I'm betting the over on penalty minutes. Absolutely. 100%. Bet over on the game, too, because if they're going to the power play that many times, there's going to be a lot of goals. Make yourself a little parlay. And if you want to get in on the betting action, make sure you check out betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at BetOnline. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC, MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up, for, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. And don't forget to use that promo code Locked On. All right, Tommy. So yeah, I know yesterday you mentioned the greatest captains in Blues history, and you asked people for their their opinions. Uh, speaking of, a good contender for that might be David Backus, and he is returning to Enterprise tonight with the Anaheim Ducks to play against the St. Louis Blues. You want to finish out that conversation, Tommy? Because I got a, I got a spicy take. You got a spicy take. I well, mean, maybe not a spicy take, just one that's gonna might hurt a little bit to hear. Honestly, it's possible. It's very possible that you could make the argument that Alex Petrangelo is the greatest Blues captain of all time solely for the reason Who that he brought that, that, that he that he brought a Stanley Cup to St. Louis finally when the, when the organization as a whole uh, had been spending fifty plus years to try and bring one. But in terms of the on ice product and in terms of the locker room product. 
I feel like that's basically like the two main factors you look at when you when you want to appoint someone captain, right? It's like Wayne Gretzky. He was here a year. It was not long enough to establish like an actual voice in the was locker he, room. Was he even the captain? Not even. I, I, yeah, he was. He had the C. In my opinion, uh, the guy that comes closest to reaching the level that Wayne Gretzky did while also having a mainstay in St. Louis, building his career here, his resume here, and excelling on the ice as well as off the ice and talking to uh, players in the locker room and taking young guys under his wing. I think the consensus answer uh, and the one that should be held as the Blues' greatest captain of all time should be Brett Hull. I would tend to agree. I mean, I think that's an easy choice. Um, you got a lot of other great options, though. I mean, Chris Pronger is a great is a great it's name. It's a very good Al choice. Al McInnes only was captain for two years, but still another good choice. Uh, you look you look back. Barclay Plager even was captain for a while there. But Eric Brewer, you're that, missing the best. Eric one. Brewer, Eric Brewer. <laughs> Shoot, man. Um, no, we really but, let that we, one get away. We did, we did, or even Dallas Drake. That was a good. That was a good run as well. No, but. For all the reasons you mentioned earlier, and because of the reason that he is the first man with a C on a blue note to be pictured hoisting the Stanley Cup, I gotta go with Alex Petrangelo. Brett Hull was great, yes, and and Brett Hull was probably a little bit better of a player than Alex Petrangelo is. That's fine. Alex Petrangelo captained one of the greatest, if not the greatest, run from December to not not from December but the greatest run from a, a team turning it around mid-season to go on and win the Stanley Cup and was rewarded with being able to hoist the first cup in Blues history and for that reason I'm going with Alex Petrangelo. I can't really argue against that honestly. If I had to go with a number 2, I think I would go Petro but also like we're not even at the end of his career yet, right? So if he mm-hmm. wins a couple Norris trophies, wins another cup with Vegas, which could very well happen this year that's scary to think about but uh, he could definitely like rise in the ranks in terms of like blues captains uh and and insert himself especially like post factor of like i feel like a lot of blues fans miss alex petrangelo and if you don't you're just lying to yourself so like watching him excel i think to a degree like it was probably the same thing with brett hole but like watching him excel somewhere else just stings a little bit more and like restirs those emotions of man remember when he played here so i could definitely see him rising in the ranks and being number one all right i think that's that might be all we got time for tommy anything else you want to want to add before we wrap this one up that's all i got thank you guys so much for listening to the locked on blues podcast part of the locked on live network your team every day make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button on whatever platform you're currently listening on you can follow us on twitter Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Locked On Blues. You can follow me on Twitter and Locker Room at Twelcher15. You can follow Josh on Twitter and Locker Room at Josh Hyman NHL. But like I said, thank you guys so much for listening. Blues can clinch tonight. Let's do it. So let's go, Blues.